This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude. Or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we talk about style and fashion and how you can leverage your style and fashion to get the women that you want. This is not like a, you know, a girly show where we're talking about style. We have the amazing Antonio Centeno on our show, and he is going to explain why style makes you more of a man, a more valued man to others, to women, to everyone. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's a great episode. And he teaches you how to tap into your inner stylish man and look freaking good to the women around you. So keep listening. Welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast, where you learn so much about what women want. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with, of course, Marnie Kinneris. And today we're going to talk fashion, but not just what to wear, but like kind of how to wear it or to like internalize it, right? We have Antonio Centeno on with us, who's the founder of realmenrealstyle.com, which I was just searching through and I love the site and want to send it to my brother. I want to send it to anyone who needs help that's like, it's clear, it's concise, and it's kind of hot. So anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging with us. Kristen, thank you very much. And Marnie, it is a pleasure to be here. And I'm excited to be able to add value to your audience. Yeah, well, we're excited to hear the value that you have to add. And I'm actually going to turn the mic over to you because fashion... As much as I like to think I have a strong sense of fashion, it's not as strong as you or even Christian. Christian has like a great sense of fashion as well. That's true. So I want you guys to have the mics on this one. It's totally true. Like your style is way better than mine. I can put myself together, but you guys know how to take it up to a whole new level. 
but your YouTube channel and your website, like it speaks to the general population. You're not only talking to really stylish people, you're trying to educate people who have no knowledge of fashion. So I would love to hear your thoughts on how do you make somebody not understand style, but how do you make them stylish if they've never had style before and they've never wanted to be fashionable before? What's the first step for these kinds of people? So Marnie, I'll take a quick step back and I'll say that actually my website, my YouTube channel is not for the guy that has a lot of fashion or style. In fact, if you are fashion forward, as I call it, you're probably going to find another person to follow. My stuff is really about helping the regular guy who has huge dreams, big aspirations. He's 24 years old in grad school, and he knows that he wants to run a bank. This is a guy that is 36, and he's making a career change, and he wants to go off and start that nonprofit. This is the 28-year-old that's going on a first date, and he wants to make that impression that's going to just really have him stand up from the crowd. And that's what I get the guys in about, is that They really don't care about fashion or style, but what they care about is how they can leverage style to get what they want out of life. And I really try to break it out because I was this guy. My background in the United States Marine Corps, who would think that Marines care about style until you actually go to vote on our Marine balls and you realize these are the best looking uniforms you've ever seen. All the uniforms fit. These guys looked like stylish warriors. I mean, it's pretty amazing to see how well Marines dress. And I wanted to be able to take that type of ethos and help other men find it because I see so many great guys out there and you've seen them, but they're shooting themselves in the foot by not putting their best foot forward. Yes, totally. And I love that you use the word leverage when talking about this topic. So why does fashion and style help any person leverage their package that they've got? What does it do for other people and especially women? like seeing somebody who is well together psychologically. How is it leverageable just because of style and fashion? Well, let me ask you, do you remember what you had for breakfast three days ago? Uh, Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Only because I have the same thing for breakfast almost every single day, but most people would probably say no. All right, so you got me on that one. The point I'm making is most decisions, most things that we do, we kind of just run through on autopilot. And it is something that we make snap decisions about people. No matter what society may tell us, you know, you got to like really don't make these snap decisions. You've got to look beyond. Well, the reality is we have a limited amount of time, energy that we can spend of resources. And so we take these shortcuts. Whenever you're out driving, a lot of times you're not really there. Yeah, you're kind of paying attention to the road, but you've got the radio going. Maybe you see, you know, a text come in, you shouldn't check it, but you do. Your attention is split. And What I want to make sure is that in that split attention that people are giving you, you stamp on them that, hey, I am worth listening to. I am worth following. I am worth dating, deferring to as an authority. I am worth dating. Yeah. And that is something that she's going to look at you and make an instant decision. If you don't take care of your teeth, you have bad breath, you can bet she's not going to want to kiss you. I mean, it's a chain as well. That's your grooming your style, your image, and the way that you present yourself, all of this I view as a chain. So I live in the Midwest. We get some pretty big snowstorms up here in Wisconsin, and I carry around a tow chain in my truck. I got a big four-wheel drive truck. I love pulling people out of a ditch. Now, I had a tow chain a while back that snapped because it had a weak point on it. It had a frayed area. It's as strong as its weakest link. And 
You may have the goods upstairs. You may be incredibly intelligent. You may have the money. You may have all these things that you think make you a great catch. But if she can't see that because there's a link in your chain that is weak, then all of a sudden you're going to break the connection. And that's what I try to help guys understand. My guys are kings. I call them the three-wheeled Ferraris. Imagine the three-wheeled Ferrari going down the road, 30 miles an hour, sparks flying because one of the hubs, you know, you don't have a wheel there. And those other three wheels, by the way, are your enthusiasm for your life, your education, your experience. You've got these things. And I'm the fourth wheel at Real Men Real Estate. We help you look the part. And when that fourth wheel goes in that Ferrari, you go from 30 miles an hour to 130 miles an hour in a matter of seconds. I love that. The thing is, is that it's so easy to understand exactly what you're saying, why style and fashion does leverage you and does have an impact on how people perceive you. It makes complete, perfect sense. What about for the guys out there who are listening and saying like, oh, if she doesn't like me for how I dress or for who I am, then she's just like money-grabbing, selfish woman. She can't love me for who I am. What would be your response to that statement? I would say, well, what are you expecting from her? These same guys are, it's pretty hypocritical because men are very judgmental when it comes to women. We want a healthy partner, especially if you don't have any baggage yourself. You're looking for someone with not, you know, baggage as well. You make visual decisions all the time. You turn your head when you find something attractive. And women, I think, actually are in many ways better than this than men because they look at the bigger picture. They look at other things. We are very, very much physically drawn. We look at youth. We look at physical characteristics. We look at symmetry. We look at hip to stomach to chest ratio. And getting back to evolutionary biology, there are things that we're drawn to that we, I mean, I've walked into stores and I've looked, you know, not even realizing I'd give a double take to a mannequin because it had the right curves. It is just simply that's in us. That being said, understand that women care about that as well. And they use these cues on how you dress, how you smell, how you walk and present yourself to make these quick little judgments. Okay. It's worth giving him a second look. It's worth giving him an extra five seconds to kind of make his pitch on trying to get my number. All, he puts me at ease. All of these things you can do, I think, with good grooming and good presentation. Does that mean, you know, this is always going to work out? No, but it gives you a shot. And if you get a shot, you know, what's it, Wayne Gretzky talking, or, you know, it was like 100% of the shots you don't take. You miss 100% you miss of the 100% shots? 100% that you don't take. Exactly. I love that. Okay, so one more thing. What if guys are saying, I don't know the first thing about style. I don't want to dress like somebody else. I want to still be me, but be fashionable. What would your response be to that? I'm a philosophy major. And I always think that the unexamined life, I think it was Socrates, you know, Plato, they talked about uh, is not worth living. But I do believe most people haven't even examined who they are, haven't even examined what their style or image is. Who are you and what do you want to say with your clothing? Most guys think they're a t-shirt, jeans, running shoes, ball cap kind of guy. And that has been a style, a fashion trend for over 20 years. And the thing is, you have fallen into that trend and you're just not thinking. I think a lot of people out there are like, you know what? I do want to send a signal of professional. I was just watching a show with Russell Brand the other day and he was on a show. And I love the way that he presents himself. He does his own thing with his hair, not on his YouTube channel, but when he does interviews on main screen television, at least main television, you know, years ago. He would wear shirts that were opened up in the front. He had fun with jewelry. He's wearing like kinky boots and he's got clothing that fits him well. That isn't my style. 
but it was his and he owned it and he he just looked great with confidence. And I want guys to understand that it's not about suit. You don't need to wear a suit to look amazing. You don't have to get into tuxedos or black tie. What I'm talking about here is thinking about the message you want to send to the world and then developing a style and an image that sends that message. And then maybe from that, even developing a uniform. I've got a default uniform, which is usually a collared shirt with a dark blue shirt, as I'm wearing today. Actually, I've got a probably 15 polos similar to this. I've also got 10 long sleeve shirts. And this is like my do not have to think. I'm just putting it on because it matches pretty much everything in my wardrobe. Now, I can dress it up. I've got sports jackets behind me here. But all those sports jackets, funny enough, will match any of these dark blue shirts. They'll also match blue. And I do that because it's a uniform. I don't want to think I'm a busy guy. I've got four kids. But I did put in the thought process one time. And that's what I encourage men to do, to develop a uniform and eventually an interchangeable wardrobe, which I define as where you're able to own just a few pieces. And because they all work together, you get a number of outfits. So if you have three shirts, three jackets, three pair of trousers, and three shoes that are all 100% interchangeable, three times three times three times three, what is that? 27. Basically, you get a lot of outfits from that. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So like, what would be the first step for guys to, to start figuring out what their uniforms like? How did they decide what resonates with them? Like, do they go flip through magazines? Do they rip out pages of things that they like to see? I've done that. Okay. And I do encourage that. Uh, Pinterest is a great tool, but not everyone's you know going to go on there and use it. I do think it's, you can create your own Pinterest board. You can, you can put things out. I would collect some images and there's nothing wrong with finding a celebrity and modeling them. No one is ever going to say, man, you're dressing just like George Clooney or you're dressing just like Brad Pitt or you're dressing just like Ryan Gosling. Find someone, maybe Idris Elba, maybe you share his complexion. And I do think it helps when that celebrity has a similar complexion to you. Mm -hmm. Find your, not say doppelganger, but someone you see and you like their style and maybe you you don't have to exactly share the complexion thing, but that helps with choosing colors. But what's great about this is you can start imitating some of their looks. No one is ever going to say you are dressing like this guy. But what will happen is all of a sudden you're like, wow, I really like the feel and look of this. Or you'll say, no, it's not for me. But that's an easy way to get started. Okay. Does this have to cost a fortune to do? Because that is also a huge concern for, I mean, myself and for other people. Like that's going to cost a fortune to do. Or should it cost a fortune? Yeah. That's the biggest question I get at Roman Real Style. Like, I don't have the money. And to me, that's simply just saying that you need to find creative ways. I do think that going in thrift stores and finding there's tons of great clothing. One of the benefits of thrift stores is you're free from modern day fashion trends because you walk into any of the department stores, they are pushing what is in trend, what is in style at this point. You go into a thrift store, a consignment store, a gently used store, and all of a sudden you're finding clothing that was made 20, 40 years ago, but yet it's still in great shape. It fits you and you think it looks good. So you find a way to make it work. Oh, and it's pennies on the dollars. Another great way is just to simply reach out to friends and family and simply say, hey, I'm rebuilding my wardrobe. These are my measurements. Does anyone have any clothing they would like to donate? Now, maybe it takes a hit to your ego, but I've donated clothing to friends before and it's not a big deal. I have tons of excess. There are many people that are hoarders and want to get rid of stuff that you could, hey, I'll come clean out your closet and you know help you do this. And if you don't mind, maybe I can just have with whatever you know is left over. There are deals you can make. I think you just got to get creative and find what works. You can look for sales. If you don't want to do any of that stuff, then simply talk to the associates. I was in Sephora the other day, and I know that Sephora 
Getting deals on fragrances, especially the latest, newest fragrances, can be very difficult. But what you can do is find, oh, Sephora does have a 15% off sale. You do know if you get their credit card and you get it in advance on your first purchase, you can get 15% off. So you double stack those. All of a sudden, you're able to save a substantial amount of money if you have everything lined up. So again, it's about if you don't have the money, then usually you just need to put in the time to be able to understand the sales system or to be able to understand thrift stores. Oh, I absolutely love that. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk more about fashion. I want to dive into sizes and colors because I know that you had some stuff about that on your YouTube channel that I actually stole a copy for something that I was doing. So I want to dive into that when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. We're living in a completely different world. And if you're having a hard time adjusting mentally, emotionally, then you need to get to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is here for you when you need the most to talk about depression, anxiety, grief, family issues, so many things that may be plaguing you right now, including this new world that we're living in, this post or current COVID era. Are you isolated? Are you struggling? Well, then get to BetterHelp where over 1 million people have helped themselves deal, cope, get better, and get to a better place so they can live their best lives. And I want you to start living your happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash askwomen. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ask women. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work 
like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty, and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back. And Kristen just informed me that my mic is not set up properly. So I apologize if I have sounded a bit quiet. I will try to speak up as much as possible. So I'm sorry. But we are back with Antonio Centeno. And he is Mr. Style, Mr. Fashion Guru for us. And actually, I know we've talked about it a million times before. I want to jump in real quick. And I want to point out something about Antonio. So Antonio said he lives in Wisconsin, which he said earlier in the episode. And that I want to point out for guys who don't live in the big city, you don't have to live in the big city to dress well and to take your style seriously and to be fashionable. And especially if you're in somewhere like Wisconsin, where people, no offense to Wisconsin, but they may be more into cheese than fashion. So what you're going to do is you're going to stand out over so many other guys when you take your fashion seriously in an area where maybe that's not the mainstream. So that's such a good way to set yourself apart. And I just wanted to point that out. For sure. And to defend Wisconsin, it is our <laughs> official uniform to wear a big cheese on our head, along with hunting gear and Green Bay Packer regalia. So right. uh, you know, that is the official uniform of this state. It is, it is. So most people are probably in very good style then, if that's what they're supposed to be wearing. The thing is, they're all armed with rifles, so you just don't say anything right. if you don't like it. Right. I wouldn't say, you should be wearing a blazer instead. No, 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 no. But I, I wanted to talk to you about fit and colors. And I know that for some guys, you're like, oh God, that's like so daunting to think about. But those things are really important because what you were talking about before of going into a thrift store or taking clothes from friends, as great as it is to get deals and bargains or clothes for free, sometimes clothes may still not fit you the best way possible. So are there some general rules when it comes to fit of how things are supposed to fit you? Marty, that's it. I'm going to talk about my style pyramid, fit, fabric, and function to address that question. But Kristen mentioned something about how even if you live in a remote rural area, why does style matter to you? And I want to tie these together, but to me, it's about self-respect. It's about who are you and how do you see yourself and how do you want to present yourself to the world? Whether you live in a town like me of a thousand people or you live in New York City or Shanghai or Delhi or wherever you're at in the world the way that you dress not only has an effect on how other people perceive you, because we have all got an idea of what success looks like. When you see a guy dressed well, you assume that he's a success, whether he's true or not. But it also has an effect on how we feel about ourselves. So even if you're working from home and you're in Chicago, but you don't go out and see anyone, it is still worth getting dressed and actually even do this measurement. See if your productivity goes up because you shower, you clean up, you put on your favorite fragrance, and you sit in front of that computer ready to hit it and you're prepared versus hanging out in your pajamas versus in that stained shirt and just sitting there and then scrambling when you have an impromptu Zoom call. It's just simply being prepared, putting yourself in that mindset. There's tons of data on this. There was a classic study where they did lab coats and they 
told half the students, hey, this is a painter's smock. The other half, these are white doctor jackets. And then they had them take exams. And what they found, and this was at Northwestern University, popped up in the New York Times years ago, they talked about this. And those that thought they were wearing doctor jackets performed at a higher level on their exams. They scored higher. That's crazy. It is. And it just goes to show how, and my sister told me about how she used to actually, when she felt sick and she was a student in college, she would dress up, dressed to the nines. Why? Because she'd get compliments all day and she would feel better because of those compliments. So dressing well, and even if it's, you're just complimenting yourself simply because you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, I look good. It matters and it makes a difference. And when you practice in that small town, Guess what? When you go to give that presentation because your company's been doing great and you're going to the main office in Los Angeles, you don't feel out of place. You know, yes, I may be a country bumpkin and I got my shotgun and truck back home. But when I show up here to L.A., I can dress the part and I can go right in and it gives you the confidence because it's not a costume when you put on a suit or a jacket. It is who you are. Now, getting to fit, fabric and function. I call them that the pyramid of style. The style pyramid, everything you purchase, anything you accept for free, anything you put on your body should fit you. And if it doesn't, take it to your tailor to get it adjusted. And if it can't be adjusted, get rid of it. Because you're most likely, you've stopped growing. Maybe you're growing a little bit wider in the stomach over the, you know, the last year. But for most of us, it is something that if that jacket does not fit you in the shoulders and you're 28 years old, you're probably not going to fill it out anymore in the shoulders and you need something that's going to look good. If that shirt is too tight, unless you are in the middle of a weight loss program, but maybe something you want to put into the back of the wardrobe and keep it, even if you've got that shirt for free, you don't keep things or wear things that don't fit you. Now, when I say fabric, what I'm talking about is the quality and the build, the selection of fabric from the colors that you choose to the patterns, to making sure that it's of high quality. There's a big difference between clothing that's made from polyester and clothing that's made from wool, clothing that's made from cotton, clothing that's made from linen. Not saying you got to know all the differences, but I am saying in general, higher costing clothing usually is going to be made from better quality materials. In general, it should last you longer and it will look better because it has what's known as better drape. And drape is the way that clothing hangs. It's the way that it deals with day-to-day wear and it fits on a person's body. So again, if you get the fit right, if you nail the fabric, which again is the build, the quality of the clothing and the material used, then let's talk about the function. And this is where you zero in on what type of suit is it? What type of shirt is it? What type of shoes are these? They could be great quality shoes made from amazing material. But if they're running shoes and you're wearing them with a suit, well, unless you've got orders from a doctor or you're a rock star, you're not going to be able to pull off this combination. And even then, rock stars, you know, I would recommend going with like flamboyant boots or something like that. Point being is you got to make sure that the clothing you're wearing is right for the occasion. If you work at a construction company, wearing a suit is not going to make sense. But if you're the lawyer for the construction company and you protect them against millions of dollars of litigation, you better believe that you could actually pull off a suit. Maybe you would want to wear a sports jacket with dark jeans and some fun. But the thing is, you need to think of what is your function and what is your role and what is the expectation of when people meet you and see you. Right. So if you're going out on a date, you know, I know we can talk about that a lot, men meeting women. You also want to think, well, what's the function of this clothing if I want to engage and talk with women? Do I want to wear a full-on suit? Probably not, because that may be way too formal, make you stand out too much. But what about a cashmere sweater? Something that screams let me touch you. 
Because what happens when a woman touches a man? You guys know this better than anyone. It's simply she breaks down and she's showing that, hey, I feel comfortable around you. And if you wear clothing that's conducive to touch, clothing that brings in, that makes you come off, maybe you want to just be more approachable. Okay, what kind of glasses are you going to go for? You may want to wear your blue frames, ones that are fun, are kind of fun, a little bit creative, and ones that signal, hey, you're not afraid to be different. You start to leverage your glasses as an accessory versus looking as your poor eyesight as being a detriment to your look. I love that. Who is that? I just saw a whole documentary on him a year ago in COVID. It was this guy, and that was his thing. He just like would wear these totally cool, different glasses. It was very fashion forward in every sense, but like his glasses, especially. I forget what his name was. Anyways, it was just so interesting to see how he took a simple thing like glasses and just made them something to talk about and something to like want to stare at so that he could stand out amongst other people. Yeah, that's a great marketing tactic, but I don't know if that would be great for on a date, you know, to really like to go a little bit too crazy. Yeah, not too extreme, but something cool. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to have like maybe conversation pieces. Don't be afraid to have fun with jewelry. So many people, especially in the United States, they're like, oh, a man should only ever wear a wedding ring. Well, I wear other pieces. This is an aura ring or aura ring, whatever they call it. It's one of those like trackers. It tracks my sleep, tracks my fitness. That's cool. And it's a great conversation start. It's like, oh, what's that ring about? You start talking about, and then you get to talk about things that are important, especially if you're on a first date. You can start talking about, hey, well, for me, staying active, going for runs, I'm really big. What about you? Do you like to do anything active? So this is where it goes, and it's just conversation pieces. I love it. Kristen wanted to say something. Well, I was just going to say, I'm not doing them really right at the moment. I'm back, totally backed up on these profile makeovers that I do for my business. But recently, I did have a guy send me his profile, and he had it written so creatively. It was so good. It was like exactly how a profile should be written. It was clever. It was different. It was unique. But his style, his glasses specifically, and his facial hair were so outdated that I said, unless we shift your glasses and your facial hair and your haircut, we're not going to see any difference in your results in your profile. So we went to Warby Parker and you can do these try-ons. And it's not to just get like super quirky and weird with your glasses. It's just to update you. It's to change the way people see you. So he did a bunch of try-ons online, ordered several different glasses. We narrowed it down to what glasses. We got his hair cut. We changed his facial hair. Nice. And he literally is like a completely brand new man. And so it's like what it does, it seems like in a guy's mind, it's like, well, it's just glasses. It's like, no, it's not just glasses. Ironically, they'll see you so differently when you're current, when you're updated. So being someone who's searching websites like Antonio's or just checking out websites like Warby Parker for what type of glasses people are wearing. It's not to just be trendy like Antonio was saying with clothes that are in stores at the moment. It's like, this is stuff that's new that they're pushing that's like trendy at the moment. When it comes to glasses and it comes to facial hair, haircut, classic is always best. And so I don't feel like those things are necessarily like trendy things that will fade away. And so getting classic glasses, classic haircuts, classic facial hair. It's like, you can't go wrong. But again, for this guy that I worked with, it was just like completely night and day. I mean, like that, all he had to do was try on a few new glasses and get a haircut and boom. That's just so crazy. I love that. 
and for a lot of guys, I would, I'll double down on that, Kristen, and just say that there's nothing wrong with having three pairs that are slightly right. different he kept and, and, and using them as a rotating accessory. Exactly. Yeah. And same with facial hair as a rotating accessory. Yeah, for sure. Switching it up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always say, like when my husband comes downstairs and he's shaved his face, it's like a whole new guy coming down the stairs. <laughs> and then he grows some scruff again and then gets a beard. I'm like, okay, wow. Now we're in this mode. <laughs> yeah. When he is in a certain space, that's when he has a clean face. When he's in a different space, he has like a full beard and it kind of goes with his personality. So I really like that. I did want to touch on, just before we wrap up, I want to touch on the colors. And if you have any guidance or guidelines for guys to follow, I'm sure you do on your website, actually. Guys should definitely go check it out on your website, but just maybe like some little tidbits about the proper colors. Because you said you do all blue. Like, so that means that blue obviously works with your skin tone. Yeah. So can you tell guys maybe some tips on how to pick style? So in general, the colors white, blue, black, gray, browns in general, those are what I consider to be the base colors. And if we compare it to painting, this is going to be the base, the canvas that we then paint upon. But the majority of the painting is going to be in those colors. Then you have the accent colors. And those are going to be your reds, your bolds, your yellows. Be careful with those. Those to me are spices. And if you cook, you can ruin a dish if you add way too much salt. But you need to add salt, especially to meat dishes, to be able to pull out flavor. And that's to me what color should do. Now, some, you can try, once you're more advanced, you can take that advice. And that's why I say my information is not for the advanced guy because the advanced guy can actually turn that on its head and do whatever he wants, especially if you've got darker skin or even lighter skin. You can have fun really strong with colors. And if you have the confidence, you can pull it off. But I think for the guy just starting off, he needs to be very careful. Like use colors just as a small accent piece to draw attention. But there is so much with the classics. And you don't have to overdo this. So many people think when they get their first custom suit that they need to customize everything. No, just focus in on getting a good fit and maybe customize one at the most two things on that suit. The same thing with colors. If you want to bring in color, well, initially, there's nothing wrong with mostly monochromatic looks, shit gray, various shades, and going with mixing grays with a little bit of black or maybe going with variations of browns, tans, khakis, and bringing in just a little bit of color there. Don't overdo it with color when you get started. Again, it's like a spice. Slowly bring it in. I do also think coloring, though, can work really well with layering, especially if you're going to bring in sweaters or jackets. A lot of guys don't think they can pull off pink. Well, wear a pink shirt, perhaps putting a dark blue or dark green sweater over that. And the only thing we're going to see is the collar. And maybe it would actually be, there'd be just a pink stripe in a white mixed in. So you bring it in, but you bring it in without going overboard. And that color again is used to draw the attention. And we see this in nature all the time. A very common bird we have here in the Midwest is the red-winged blackbird. And this is a bird that you see everywhere and just calls. Now the females are brown. Actually, you can't even see them really. It's just hard to spot you know, all the brush. But the males, this dark black, and on their shoulder right here, they've got this red stripe with a little bit of a yellowish like orange. And that's simply, you know, the song along with that flash of color is to display, hey, this is mine. This is grab the female's attention, basically. And that's what you're looking to do with color, especially if you're out dating, is just to grab a little bit of attention, just draw a little bit of the eyes, but you don't need to overdo it. I love that. I think everything you've said is very on point. And I think that the guys who are listening can really get a full understanding of how to tap into their own style and then utilize style, as you said before, to leverage themselves. 
And I don't think any of those guys before who were thinking like, hey, I just want to be me and wear what I want. I think that you handle that argument very well and gave them a really good answer that should speak to most of the guys who are listening so they can up their style and improve how they look to the outside world. Because as we've said continuously on this show, it's not the be all and end all, but it's something that helps you make that better first impression, which makes everything so much easier for you. It lets women drop their guards. It makes women feel more safe and more comfortable. And for them to have a good view of you before even starting to talk to you. Antonio, thank you so much for coming on this show. Why don't you tell people about where to find you? I know you have a website. I know you have a YouTube channel. I know that you also own several brands. Why don't you tell them about you and how to get in contact? You know, if they want to get a hold of me, just type in Real Men Real Style, whether it's Google, whether it's YouTube, you'll find us. Just use our contact form at Real Men Real Style. Got questions. I'm always trying to help. Marnie, thank you so much. Kristen, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. So wonderful. Thank you so much. And Kristen, why don't you tell people how they can sign up for one of these profiles if you are still doing them and helping guys make themselves look better to women? Well, if you're interested in a profile help, email me because I have a basically a waiting list at this point. I'm way, way, way backed up on those. So if you want one, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. But if you want help with your banter, that's where I can get you ASAP. So go to kristenandchill.com, sign up for one of my banter packages and start being the funny, charismatic guy that you know you are and get laid. The end. <laughs> the end. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And if anybody wants to get more information from me, you can go to winggirlmethod.com. I'm going to teach you how to attract, date, get, and keep the women that you want by becoming the man that you've always wanted to be. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. Please share this show with friends of yours who need this information just as much as we do. We will see you guys next week. 